5th of December. I still can't believe that it was Smartass who was my Sir Galahad. It must have been a broken paving stone that tripped me up. I'll go back tomorrow and check. I should sue the council for irreparable damage to my dignity. I could have been an old-age pensioner and broken my hip and died, and all because of their lack of attention to pavements. Yes, I shall definitely sue. It's time people stood up for their rights. And I will explain to Smart Arse, next time I speak to him, that sitting in the gutter is not a habit of mine, but that, in fact, was the inevitable result of government cutbacks. 8.45pm it is a sad reflection on the days in which we are living when old-age pensioners resort to violence over a fruit cake. You would never have caught my nan behaving in such an unseemly way. I can only assume it is watching too much violence on television that has affected them. Although the question must be asked what so many OAPs are doing in Sainsbury's of an evening anyway. Little old ladies and gents should be doing their shopping during the day and be tucked up with their cocoa and EastEnders of an evening. I wonder if the local bus company is running cheap evening excursions. I do think supermarkets should consider banning Zimmer frames, or at least limiting the hours they can be taken into the store. It should be restricted to, say, between 6am and 8am. If they want justification for what would, no doubt, be seen as disabledism, they only have to pose the question, how many Zimmer frames does it take to block a supermarket aisle? Just the one. I hope the elderly lady who failed to grab the last remaining hand-decorated Just Like Mother's Rich Fruit Christmas Cake didn't know the meaning of the word she used. I had to look it up. And she was surely from the generation of women who stayed at home and baked. That's where she should have been tonight, in her own kitchen making her own Christmas cake. Or rather, if Delia is to be believed, sitting back smugly waiting for it to mature. I don't know what the world's coming to. I am a working woman, but still I'm making my own cake. It is one of the more pleasurable traditions of Christmas. <gasps> a horrid thought has struck me. I am becoming my mother. Except she gets her cake from M&S. And as if it wasn't tiring enough having to battle through old ladies with sticks and young men with trolleys full of beer... At the end of it, I still had to pay for all my shopping. I blanched whiter than the almonds in my trolley when the checkout girl told me the total. Still, the pantry is well stocked now. What a good idea of Sainsbury's to have all those special three-for-the-price-of-two offers on everything that a person might need for Christmas. I'm not sure what I will do with three boxes of Turkish Delight, as I can't think of anyone who likes it. But it was such a good deal and will come in useful for something, I expect. Maybe Delia has a recipe for using it up. Fondue delight, maybe. I deserve a drink after that lot. I had to buy brandy for the cake, but the recipe only calls for two tablespoons, so a little glassful won't be missed. And I won't need all those chocolate chip shortbread biscuits for Christmas, so I might as well open a packet now. Later. Adam phoned to say his dad is picking him up and bringing him home on the 20th of December. It'll be lovely to have my baby home again. Adam, that is. I'm not sure what he meant by getting into the Christmas spirit already, are you, Mum? Was he suggesting I was drunk? I most definitely am not. I have only had a couple of glasses of brandy at the most. 
I can't judge by the level remaining in the bottle. I don't think it could have been properly full when I bought it. I should have inspected it more carefully. I will take it back tomorrow if it's empty. They can't sell me an empty bottle. That isn't allowed. Adam is a fine one to talk. I bet he has done some celebrate. I've had some celebrate. I bet he has been out enjoying himself already. And later. I haven't had any dinner. I went shopping straight from work. That's why I'm feeling slightly light-headed. Oh, it's too late to cook now, so I'll have a few more cookies to keep me going. It's surprising how well chocolate chip shortbread goes with brandy. The nuts look very decorative the way I have arranged them with bits of holly and tinsel. There's something very Christmassy about nuts, although it's a shame Brian took the nutcracker with him. I'm too worn out to write cards this evening. I'll do them tomorrow after making the cake. 6th of December, Saturday, first thing. I have a busy day planned. It's just as well I'm feeling on top of life. Brandy must be good for me. I'll do my shopping this morning, make the cake this afternoon and write cards this evening. The amount of time I normally spend choosing presents is quite out of proportion to the rapture with which they are received. I've decided that I will no longer be a martyr, but will make it easy for myself this year. With this list, I should be able to finish the bulk of my shopping by 11, and then spend some time choosing presents for people who will appreciate them. Mum, jumper from M&S with receipt so she can change it. Dad, jumper from M&S with receipt so Mum can change it. Auntie Millie, jumper from M&S. Jeff, jumper from M&S. Tricia, jumper from M&S. Late afternoon. I just got back from the shops and I am completely knackered. I'm sure that M&S have put up their prices since I last I looked, and I refuse to spend that much on my brother and sister-in-law. Last year, all I got from them was a rubber plant, which died. The good thing about book tokens is that the recipient gets the added pleasure of choosing their own gift. Might not be excited to look at, but by the time I have finished with them, they will look a treat. I put them in boxes and wrap them attractively. Which reminds me, I must find last year's Christmas cards to cut into gift tags, as advised by the green article in the local paper. I don't want to contribute any more than is necessary to global warming. I have enough hot flushes as it is. It's too late to start on the cake now. I'll have dinner, then write my cards. Later. I am so glad they're repeating the first series of Morse on television. I've always liked him. He's such a sad character, all alone, a bit like me. Except I am not alone. I have Adam and Chloe. I am very fortunate. I'll definitely write cards tomorrow after making the cake. 7th of December, Sunday. If woman were intended to grate a lemon, she would have been born with metal fingers. I think I picked out most of the flesh, and only a bit of blood went in, and anyway, cooking will kill any germs, I'm sure. The cake is going to be wonderful, but I'd forgotten it took so long to cook. I'll have to have beans on toast for dinner, again. Later. I wonder what the etiquette is regarding sending Christmas cards to ex-husband and his girlfriend. 
I didn't send one last year as it was still too raw, but twelve months have passed now. It would be very embarrassing if one arrived from them on Christmas Eve. And it's just the sort of thing the bimbo would do just to make me look bad. I'll get mine in first, just in case. But what do I write on it? I can't sign it with love. But from looks unforgiving. Best wishes Alison sounds best. Even if she knows I don't mean it. 10th of December. I've received a card from your milkman Steve. I assume this was a subtle reminder about the Christmas tip. I wouldn't want to be a milkman, so I'll be generous. 11th of December. Had a card from your cheery dustbin men. While I would not want to be a dustbin man, I'm not sure that leaving trails of potato skins, tin cans and mouldy banana peels outside the gate every week warrants a reward. However, I'm scared of the possible consequence if I do not respond. I'll compromise and write a polite message in a card thanking them, but asking them to be a little more careful in future. No, on second thoughts, we'll forget the message. 12th of December. Had card from Amanda, you're really morning paper girl. I'd written a card back and was rummaging in my purse for a suitable monetary gift when I remembered that I don't have a morning paper. 13th of December, Saturday. Had a card from ex-husband and girlfriend. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas, Brian and Gina. Card M&S, top of the range, i.e. very expensive. Quite tasteful, I suppose, if not a trifle large and ostentatious. I much prefer my own, which, though smaller, have a certain something about them. And ten pence from the purchase of each pack goes to help. Oh, children of impoverished estate agents. Perhaps I should have read the small print before buying. Never mind, I'm sure estate agents can be just as deserving as anyone else. I'll finish writing my cards tonight, ready for posting tomorrow. 15th of December, Monday. I'd only been in work for half an hour when the phone rang. It was David Davis. Alison, I have some tickets for a dinner dance this coming Friday, and I wondered if you might be free to join me. A dinner dance? This Friday, that would be... I stopped as a thought sneaked into my head. Rather short notice. Uh, yes, I realise that. I just thought if you were free, you might enjoy an evening out. You thought I might enjoy a night out? Ah, yes, I remember those. I don't get many of them, and it's very kind of you to consider me when I'm such a social outcast, and especially at such a late date. What happened? Did she dump you? Did she realise just in time what a tight-ass turbot she had landed? Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Mr Davis. I'm afraid I already have plans for Friday evening. I'm going out with some real friends. People who want to spend time with me, not people who see me as a case for do-gooding. Now, was there anything else? Nothing at all, Mrs Turner. I'm sorry to have troubled you. Good morning. Honestly, the cheek of the man. His date dumps him, and what does he do? calls up the only woman he can think of that he's confident will be available, and not only that grateful for being thought of. Well, he thought wrong. I'm not that easy, or desperate. He might be good-looking and superficially at least charming and amusing, but I'm not falling for that again. Who does he think I am? Or he is? Huh. My 
attempt at economising as a single mum has failed drastically. Cheap and cheerful 20 sheets for a pound wrapping paper from the street market is not good value for money. I've thrown away more than I've used and next year I shall choose Christmas presents purely on shape. I won't consider anything that is other than a rectangle. 19th of December I found the unposted cards in the bottom of my bag. I knew there was something else I had to do yesterday. I wonder if the post office is serious about last dates for posting. It's probably just a ruse to encourage people to post early. I'll use second class and hope for the best. Later, I bought first class as I couldn't face the comments from my mother if her card did not get there in time. Much later in bed. I've had an excellent night out with the girls. We haven't had a good face-to-face -face natter for ages. I brought them up to date on the latest happenings at dance class. Martin and Jane have been to the theatre together. Nick saw them and he said they pretended to have bumped into each other by accident and told them all about my last-minute invite to the ball. Pippa and Bev have both been to dinner dances this month. Pippa has been to three and both pointed out that if nothing else it would have been a good opportunity to practice my dancing. Bev also told Pippa that she had seen David at Walco's on singles night. He was a bit tasty, you know, Pip. Alice could do a lot worse than him. Did he explain why he was so late inviting you, Alison? No, he just thought I was desperate for a night out. Did he use those exact words? Well, no, probably not, but it's what he meant. He might have had a perfectly good explanation for leaving it so late. I bet you didn't even give him a chance to explain. What sort of good explanation could he have had? Well, perhaps he was given the tickets at the last moment by someone else who was supposed to go but then couldn't. Yeah, Alice, or he might have thought he couldn't go because he had a previous engagement, but that might have fallen through and he found he could go. Yeah, that's a bit far-fetched. You should have asked him, Alison, given him a chance to explain. I'm beginning to feel like Cinderella, but with two ugly sisters who want me to go to the ball. Still, Franco is organising a special New Year's Eve dance for all his classes to mingle. So that is something to look forward to.